Hi, and welcome to episode 104. I was reading recently about some scientific studies on the brain and how we comprehend, how we learn, and how we change patterns. And it's about quieting the mind. We talk about that in intuition. So what does that look like? Let's get into it. Hi, my name is Catherine Mahoney, and I'm passionate about intuition, business, and living your best life, and helping you navigate the ups and downs of the wild ride we call life. I'm an entrepreneur, intuitive advisor dedicated to guiding others to success, winning national awards in business and leadership, and featured in MSNBC, USA Today, and the Business Journal, just to name a few, speaking to audiences just like yourself. I teach successful business leaders in honing their intuition, creating certainty, and taking aligned action. I'll give you a straight talk with humor. Business, intuition, and mindset are just a few of the topics we discuss here. Be ready for fun, insightful journey with me. Reveal hidden secrets, be challenged and inspired. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. Before we start, I wanted to let you know that we can have a live conversation about the topics in the podcast, any questions you have, or just have a great conversation live on the new Wisdom app. Check out the Wisdom app. Link in the notes below. I don't know about you, but quieting the mind can sometimes seem like an impossible thing to do with so many things happening and so many things to think about, worry about, experience, know, understand, learn, changing, adapting. The thought of being able to quiet your mind definitely seems like an impossibility. So trying to think of an interesting and fun example of trying to quiet someone's mind reminds me of a couple different practices. So I'm just going to run through them and see what happens. So quiet your mind. Meditation. Imagine sitting on the floor cross-legged with your hands in the kind of okay position with your fingers touching, singing um and your mind can go completely blank. Now, I don't know if you've tried this or not, but for me, ugh, not only do I not find my mind is able to go blank, but everything I don't want to think about seems to show up. And then I began dreading having to go into those quiet moments because I might actually have to think about the things I don't want to think about, why I don't want to think about them, and then whatever mood I was in to kind of get quiet and relax a little bit ends up being very unrelaxing. And so it just basically ruins the whole idea of quieting my mind. Does any of this ring a bell to you? If it does, we're going to start over. Because what this research study went through, which was so interesting, is it's a study of neuroplasty and the brain and how we, how we learn. And that at any age, in any time of our lives, we can actually begin to almost fountain of youth our minds. And how do we do that? Well, one part that pointed out became very clear to me is that it's not just about trying to quiet your mind through a quiet meditation in silence, which is great if you can do that, and it's great if you can get in the habit of that, and that works for you. As always, I say, keep it up and go for it. But if that seems to be a challenge for you, then I would say 
listen to this. All right, so the idea of this study is that we have a bad habit of doing two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten things, which is called multitasking. And so we're never really fully absorbing and paying attention to anything consistently. And how we learn and how we absorb and how it sticks with us so that it is retained information is by focusing and staying on one thing. So if you want to learn baseball, you don't try to do baseball, listen to a talk show and chew gum and learn, read a sign at the same time behind the pitcher, all at the same time. What you do is you concentrate on learning to hit the ball. That's it. You don't put things in your ears to listen to at the same time. You don't try to read something behind them. You don't do anything. I don't know. Have you ever tried to learn something like, I don't like baseball to hit a ball or golfing or learning a new dance step or even a stick shift for that matter to drive a stick shift in a car? The more you think about how you need to do it, the more you mess up. And how often are you then told, get out of your head, just relax and do it. You know what to do, now just do it. But what happens is we begin to worry about, okay, is my elbow up high enough? Am I I bent right? Am I knees bent? Am I sitting back? Am I watching the ball? Okay, am I going to swing right through the center? Or in the stick shift, okay, I'm on a hill, I got to time the clutch and the brake and you know, pop it into gear. Do I know where the gear is? And what time do I do this? And you get caught up in that. So if we think about learning something new, we have all these directions, all these things we're supposed to be doing, all just to get it quite right, right? We have to do all these different things. But in order to accomplish putting that all together, we have to stop thinking about it. But how often does that actually work? I'd say pretty much every time. The challenge is relaxing into it. Hmm, that's an interesting thing, isn't it? And that's what this research study really described. Now they didn't go into what I'm talking about now was a lot more, you know, brain surgery and the neurons and how they connect. But that's basically what it comes down to is allowing the information you concentrate enough to learn, you pay close attention, You're not doing two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten things at the same time. You just do the one thing. You just learn how to hold a bat and to swing at a ball. You just learn about where the gears are, how the clutch works and the gas works and how to put your foot on the brake. Just learn these basic elements. And as you practice each of these elements and relax your mind, Your mind absorbed the information and created a map of this information so that you can relax and don't have to go, okay, now I got to have my hands like this and my elbow, my elbow goes up and this elbow's down and, and then I, you know, we get caught up in that. 
Now think about your business life. You think about, oh, I've got to do this and then I got to do that and I got to be able to do this and I got to do this at this time and you got to learn the technology and how everything works and you end up doing more than one thing at a time. And so none of it really sticks. And so you're constantly trying. You're you're constantly trying to learn it. Where if you just spent actual quiet time to do something, then you created a new map. Now, why am I bringing this up? In a, in a podcast, it's about business and intuition. I bring this up because I get a lot of questions about intuition, a lot of like the how-to. What is it? How do I know it? And I feel like I'm being asked to give directions on how to hit a baseball or how to drive a stick shift. These steps. Well, the truth is intuition comes in that beautiful sweet spot. That sweet spot where we let go of trying. When we let go of trying to force something to be perfect, to be wonderful, from not going wrong, from being embarrassed, from over succeeding, from our how-to step-by-step directions, when we let go of our emotions, our desires, our dreams, our worries, our pain, there's a sweet spot in the middle. And that sweet spot is very, very similar to allowing the brain to map new knowledge by being focused and clear on one single thing, on one single process, and then trusting that it has been mapped. And now all you have to do is trust in it and go for it. That's hard for us to do nowadays, isn't it? (laughs) To stop and trust a little bit like that. Intuition is very similar. But intuition comes from a space that may not be mapped. This is how I get information about businesses I know nothing about. It's because I allow that sweet spot to exist. And that's when you'll find that intuition provides you so much clarity and direction in your business. It's that sweet spot between your data and your emotions and navigating that. And think of it just like learning to drive a stick shift, hitting a baseball, learning something new for the first time, that first dance step, whatever it is, when you're told, okay, now stop thinking about it. I can tell you're thinking too much about what to do. Just relax and now just do it. That's what intuition is. Stop thinking about it. Stop worrying about it. Just be in that moment of like just allowing information to come to you. It's kind of weird to say that though, isn't it? I want you to forget about information to allow information to come to you. What I'm really asking you to do is relax a little bit. Know that if you take the time to focus on one single thing at a time, it's easier to learn something new. It's easier to implement something new when you relax into it, when you relax and let go of that thinking and that emotion. It becomes a habit, a pattern, something you're very familiar with the more that you practice it. 
But I don't know if you've ever found a time that you begin to practice, somehow it doesn't quite go right, so then what you do is you start thinking about it again. Now, there's a difference between thinking, oh, right, I got to put my elbow up. And you do that and relax versus, oh, wait, okay, okay, I'm supposed to get my knees bent, I'm supposed to look, I'm supposed to do this, I'm supposed to do that. And then you get caught in that cycle again. But if you rely on the knowledge of, okay, and recognize quickly, that's my elbow, my elbow's not up, I've got my elbow dragging. I just need to lift it, I think. And allowing that and then stepping back in with letting it go, that's when it gets back into working again. And so your intuition is very similar in this sense because what we do is we try to direct it. We try to give tips. We try to move it to where we want. We judge ourselves, we judge how we're feeling, we judge the information, so we allow that to come in. But if we just say, okay, everything I know, I have more than enough information, everything I need to know is within me, this intuition has done well for me in the past, I'm just going to take a moment and relax. Now, can you relax him for just a moment and then allow intuition to just pop in your head? You may not. You may be able to. You may have created a trust factor with it where you can call upon it at any time. But you may also need to do something to just shake it off. Shake off all of that data. Shake off the emotions. Shake off the need. Shake it off a little bit. Take a quick walk. Do something else. Find your your menu of items that can just Clear your head a little bit. Get rid of all that overthinking, that over-emotion attachment to it. And then see what happens. Get your little sketch pad. See if if words or images, see what you create by just not trying to think about it. Maybe that's the direction that needs to come up for you. The big thing is don't over-worry or think about it because then you've pinched off the intuition again. Just like you've missed the baseball You've messed up your steps. You've grinded the gears, stalled the car. Instead, know that everything you need is available to you and within you. And that by allowing the information to flow, what you need will be available to you. So take a break. Relax a little bit. Don't constantly review what you need to do. Don't have too many steps laid out. Know that when you focus on learning something, when you focus on what it is you need to do, how you need to do it, what that new thing is, instead of muddling up everything with too many things, then let it go. That knowledge is available. That's just how intuition works. By relaxing and letting that knowledge flow smoothly to you, everything you need is available to you. So don't be so hard on yourself. Don't feel like it has to be perfect because it doesn't. Keep it simple. Be at ease with yourself and allow intuition to light the path. So keep it simple. Be at ease with yourself and allow intuition to light the path. Now, I want to remind you that we can talk live, that is real-time live, together 
have a conversation about the topics in the podcast, about business, about mindset, about intuition, on the app Wisdom, which you'll find in the notes. I look forward to having a conversation with you. Thanks for listening to the Clearly Catherine podcast. If you love the show, share it with a friend, the more the merrier, and we'll see you next time.